Hey there, this is Pussy Empowered Podcast, and I'm your host, Alyssa Aparicio. I'm equal parts Bronx bitch and mountain witch. I believe that when you untame your pussy, you access your power. As a pussy empowerment coach, I teach women how to do this with a holistic approach that incorporates mind, body, emotion, and spirit. As a sacred erotic creatrix, I surrender to new heights of embodied, expressed art, and performance myself. On this podcast, I share about my approach to pussy power and interview fellow paradigm-shifting badasses about theirs. There's a topic that has been simmering in my spirit recently and... I'm working on an article for it. Shout out to Girl Talk Headquarters, which is where the article will be posted. But something happened recently for me, and you all know that I refer to myself as a sacred erotic performer and sacred erotic creatrix. And I want to talk to you more about what those words mean, because what they mean to me is different maybe than what they mean to the general public. And I had a mentor recently who was somebody I really looked up to in the female empowerment sphere, sphere, who told me specifically that I need to strengthen my relationship with the sacred erotic. And that was coming from a deeply classist place, to be frank, because her relationship with the sacred erotic was supposedly more, she was saying, implying, no, she was outrightly saying that in comparison to her deep, profound knowledge of the sacred erotic, I was not in that place of depth. And it really revealed to me a very patriarchal way of looking at the sacred, which I realized was kind of the the way most people interact with the word sacred. And I wanted to break that down and talk a little bit about why that is problematic. The red flags that we see when we hear people talking about um, the erotic and the sacred, specifically that word, right? So when I talk about the word sacred, what I really mean in relationship to the erotic is reclamation. Reclaiming this part of ourselves, sexuality and sensuality, the erotic self that has been villainized, and especially in the puritanical world of, um, in, in the Catholic way that I was brought up, the body itself is, the carnal self is representative of sin. And in so many different patriarchal religions, the carnal, the physical relationship with our body is considered sinful. And anything that we do with our body is considered sinful. That is um, taken from a place of desire and pleasure. All of that is considered sinful in these patriarchal religions. And um, so when I talk about the sacred, what I mean is reclaiming this part of ourselves that has been villainized, that has been shamed, that we have um, internalized as a shameful experience that we have within ourselves. And then the other meanings that I hold for the word sacred is also treasured, cherished, celebrated. And that is not necessarily religious. It may be considered spiritual. I consider my practice spiritual. Um, So 
I want to make sure that that distinction is very clear though, that it's not in a religious way, in the religious meaning of what sacred has previously meant. And then from there, what I want to share is that um, if, so I want to share red flags that we see when we, when we use these, um, when we use these words. So in the, in the sphere, in the empowerment sphere, um, or anywhere actually that you're out in the world and you hear somebody tell you that their relationship to the erotic or to the sacred is stronger than yours, that's a big red flag because that is gatekeeping and that is a patriarchal way of uh, going through the world. Explain, like assuming that there is somebody who has a deeper relationship to something uh, as simple and inherent as the erotic. If somebody is telling you that their connection is stronger than yours, then that's a red flag. That's how you know that they're just enacting another patriarchal model. And um, if we're gonna move past this way of looking at our bodies as something that is estranged from us as if we weren't whole, as if we weren't integrated and one, if anyone is telling you that you need to learn from them or you need to um, bow down to their particular way of looking at the erotic, that means that they're taking you into a place of teaching you how to be like them, teaching you how to put on their definitions. And that is not what I'm about. I'm all about connecting to your own authentic, innate expression of sensuality, of eroticism, and really connecting to that in a mind, body, spirit way, which we'll talk about again in a minute. Um, and the other big red flag that I see when we talk about the sacred is in comparison to the profane. So if we are putting the sacred versus the profane and saying that one represents good and one represents bad, which is the overarching cultural na narrative, that the profane is bad and that the sacred is good. So if we're putting those in contrast with one another, we have to realize what that implies. There's a lot of implications that that um, contrasting, that like that paradigm of verses, uh, of sacred versus profane really represents. And oftentimes that is rooted in Puritanism, puritanical views, in colonialist views, in uh, classism, in racism. And so a lot of the times when we talk about the profane, or when we talk about the sacred rather, uh, when we talk about the sacred, we often say, oh, we equate that with something being classy or elegant or elevated. And we talk about, um, you know, something being in, in good taste, or it's tasteful. And that is kind of how we equate what is good when it comes to sexuality and eroticism and sensuality. And then we have the profane over here, which is something that is raunchy or raw or um, ghetto or even like um, anything that implies that it's not at, like, you know, as even down to a pointed toe. And this happens a lot in the stripping community. Like if your toe isn't pointed, it's considered um, it's not considered like high end. 
And so when we have this dichotomy of high end versus low end, and when we're feeding into that, into how we relate with ourselves, we are too just upholding that patriarchal narrative of good versus bad, sacred versus profane. And so when I say sacred, I don't mean in relationship to profane. I don't mean sacred as in your relationship with sexuality is more classy or more high end or more elegant or more woo woo. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about reclamation from and remembering that the relationship with our erotic is something natural inherent that we all have and however we relate to it that is more than okay that is to be celebrated and to be discovered explored experienced and um, that that is an important worthy very uh, critical part of pussy empowerment according like in 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 relationship with how i understand pussy power to be the erotic is an integral part of understanding and exploring this part of ourselves and um our power right because if we cut off one part of ourselves which you know through the catholic church and through um this narrative that we've upholding women have been castrating ourselves metaphorically for a very long time um or, or not ourselves perhaps we have been um taught and we have been raised to treat this part of ourselves as if it doesn't exist to um put it in the back seat put it on the back burner that is not it's not important and in the process of reclamation and coming back into our wholeness, we awaken this whole part of ourselves, which obviously is powerful, uh, has the ability to create life, has the ability to uh, experience immense amounts of pleasure and, um, and spur creativity. And so when it comes to my pussy empowered approach to the sacred erotic, arousing the sacred erotic, which is what I'm devoting the month of May to in my membership program. It is about mind, it's always about mind, body, spirit, emotion for me and in my approach, right? So if there's a part of yourself that is disconnected from your pussy and from your erotic nature, be that your mind, for example, if your mind is still telling you old these old stories and still stuck in that old paradigm um, narrative, then most likely that is affecting the other areas of yourself, body, spirit. If everything's not on board and in alignment with um, how you're feeling as an erotic being, then most likely there is going to be this disconnect or this blockage. And um, so when, when I teach about the sacred erotic, I teach from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective so that each part of you gets to experience what the erotic is with tools and rituals and discussion and um, movement so that all parts of yourself are getting on board and going in the same direction. And that is really when you're in alignment, when these different parts of yourself, mind, body, spirit, are talking the same language and one of them isn't saying oh but um actually moving your hips that way is not is like something my mom would really be disapproving of or something that the church I grew up in would have you know made me go to confession for you know if there's still those parts of you that are stuck holding on to these old narratives then the connection that you have with your pussy and your eroticism is gonna there's gonna be a disconnect somewhere and so when we come back and put all our attention and intention into the conversation of arousing the sacred erotic 
then we get to experience the growth that happens when all of us gets on board and we're all moving in the same direction of reclaiming this part of ourselves. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the sacred erotic. And in every year for the last three years, I have been, for the last two years, this will be the third year, I have been running an email course about arousing the sacred erotic and in honor of Beltane, the spring, um, the spring pagan festival of spring awakening and fertility. Now, I'm actually not very excited about the idea of Beltane at the moment in, in, in the name of decolonizing my own pussy empowerment practice. Beltane being a European pagan um, holiday is not necessarily resonating with me to the same degree that it was before, right? I do have ancestry from Europe, but the, the most recent ancestry I have is from the Caribbean, is from Panama, is from Mexico, and in this, these places, colonization is, is, is real, right? So what I'm looking to reclaim is not necessarily these pagan Euro, Eurocentric um, festivities and approaches. So I am not no longer really centering it around Beltane. I'm really centering it about spring awakening and fertility. Spring is a, for a season of fertility as you see the flowers in bloom and things coming to life. And every spring I get this resurgence feeling of connection to my sacred erotic energy. And that is, it, it does feel like this portal of, um, of sexual awakening and invigoration and so that is why this May that we're going to focus um, all of our the whole month into raising our erotic awareness and arousing the sacred erotic within so if that sounds really juicy to you and you want to know more about the tools and you want to join the conversation and you want to be in your body really feeling like the powerful erotic being that you are without having all of those nagging thoughts about um, what's what's profane or what's uh, wrong or having that dichotomy of right and wrong and you really want to get to a grounded place where you're connected with your erotic nature, then I invite you to be a part of this experience. And if you want to know more, please DM me. I'd be happy to share any of the details. It's going to be a month full of ritual and tools for you to connect in with yourself. Again, not a top-down approach. I'm not just replicating the patriarchal models of um, leadership here. I'm not telling you how to feel erotic for yourself. I'm, I'm giving you the tools to come home to yourself in your own authentic expression and innate expression because we are erotic beings. And it's just as natural as the flowers that bloom in the spring. If you want to learn more about arousing the sacred erotic for yourself in the month of May, then I invite you to check out my Pussy Empowered membership program called The Movement. We'll be launching in May with this exact topic. So head over to the link in the show notes to learn more. And I look forward to our next rendezvous.